This is Hawkside Guns Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Hawkside Guns Podcast with Sean and Jake. And this time, what we're going to do is give you the second half of Cast 30 that we recorded uh, here just the other day. And we'll just jump right into that right now. I, uh, You know, the one I was most surprised with, I was very surprised. I took a little bit of a leap of faith, but was my Bursa. The, yeah. The Thunder 380... I, because most of the stuff I get are the the or most of the stuff I see are the the silver frame black handled, uh, black uh, slide version, which I I consider mm-hmm. ugly. I I really hate them. Um, but when I when I was telling Jake about what I wanted, I wanted a three eighty. I wanted a you know not a subcompact three eighty. I wanted a kind of a big one, but uh you know something that it fit me and all that kind of stuff. We and we talked about this a little bit. I got. You know, he suggested it both, you know, just being trying to be helpful as he always is. Um, but because I'd always said I like the Walther PPK and uh, him knowing that I'm a cheap bastard, um, wasn't willing to pay these $600 that it would have taken to get a, a decent uh, Walther PPK suggested the Bursa and uh, having no issue with buying foreign manufactured guns, uh, this being manufactured in Argentina, I was like, oh, my God, I got a special edition one because I'm, you know, that stupid, um, which I have not regretted well, at, at all. But, but but at the same time, you you like your firearms to be aesthetically pleasing as yes, well. Yes, I do. I, I very much do. And I I couldn't do the basic one, and I spent an extra 30 bucks to get the um, gold piece um blacked out version of it, <laughs> um, which I both feel like Bond and feel like some kind of drug dealer. You know, I mean, like a yeah, kingpin yes, or something. But, but That's great. No, no, no. You, you, you feel like a Bond villain. Yes. Bond himself would never have the gold. No, I expect you to die, Mr. Bond. You know, I mean, and I'm the perfect <laughs> stereotype. Like I'm a middle-aged, thinning-haired white guy with a blinged-out gun. You know, I mean, like I, I am a Bond villain. All you need is a dramatic facial scar, and you're there. right. And I drive a black Mercedes. I mean, I, like I am a Bond villain. Okay, <laughs> I'm a Bond villain with a day job. It's, it works out great. So I was like, this is perfect. I drive a baddie car. I have a baddie gun. You know, it's it's like the the evil version. You know, if it was in Star Trek, it'd be the version with the goatee, right? It's it's like not the one you should have for covert ops. It's the one you have when you don't care who knows you're a you know you're a villain. <laughs> it's that one, right? Yeah. And I I I love it so much, and it's like the first gun. And I I've said this on the cast too. It's the first gun I learned to shoot. And I know that sounds funny. It's the first pistol I learned to shoot correctly and well, so that I could actually hold a pattern at ten fifteen yards and like have some semblance of hitting somebody within a bullet or two. 
I can hold it in the you know in the target and in the black and 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 do real good inside of 10 15 yards do the whole clip that way and it's great it's the first pistol I've ever been able to do that with and I've always thanked Jake every time I've I've talked about it and gotten a chance to because it it was the perfect suggestion and I would never have thought of it on my own well um to uh I went a little bit further here just recently, and they're not paying me to say this, so just be aware. They don't even know. I did. They First of all, they've never heard of us, and second of all, they don't know I have one. Um, they would never put this together with this cast. So all that to say, I'm not getting – this is not an endorsement or a sponsorship. I wanted, because of all the craziness and because I use this pistol out at the ranch and I carry it, because um, you can open carry on the, on the ranch and everything, and I do because of – hogs and other different things um and when you're shooting pistols you just it's easier to have it on your hip i wanted a over the belt uh, or not inside the waistband but outside the waistband uh holster for okay the, the bursa and i looked around and looked around and I, I had two real suggestions there's there's a kydex holster which you know, is normally cheaper. It's form fit. It's it's all that kind of stuff. But it's it's normally cheap and disposable, basically. And then you have the leather leather holsters, right? And now there's yeah, an, I've 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 got both. I, the problem I, with the Kydexes are easy to just slide in and go for the first time. The problem with the leather ones is that though they turn out awesome, it takes you a little bit of time to get them there. Yeah, like I've got a a hundred dollar leather holster for my Bond Arm Snake Slayer Four. It is the shit. You, you feel oh, oh, like absolutely. a badass. I mean, you really do. And now I have it on a ten dollar Lowe's tool belt, but I it, you feel. <laughs> that's not even a joke. I do. <laughs> I dyed the leather with uh, wood dye. <laughs> to match the holster, it is a ten dollars Lowe's belt, uh, tool belt, belt. Uh, but uh, which Bona laughs at me, and I've got like uh, Blanky uh, belt keepers that I borrowed from Shannon's uh, duty belt uh, to lock it to my to my uh, pants belt so that I can draw without it like moving around on me and stuff like that. So I, the the keepers I have on the the gun belt are actually more expensive than the belt itself. Um, Anyway, so I have that whole rig, but I wanted something a little more elegant and cheap, uh, to be honest, or inexpensive. Uh, elegant yet cheap. I like that combination. Yes, elegant and cheap uh, to to work in my purse. I mean, I mean, they're two words you don't typically get together. No, no, you don't. And I was like, God, I don't want because what I didn't want was just a basic craptastic, you know, like Amazon. Kydex holster for it, and and honestly, it's not. Even though they sell millions of them, it's it's not the the internet's most favorite gun. You know what I mean? It's it's not a Glock, it's not a Sig, it's not a Browning, it's not a 1911. It's you know, like there's tons of stuff. Like you can go down to, to Cabela's and get a holster for a 1911. You can go get a holster that for occur- a Glock. Yeah. The, the other thing to consider when you're actually doing an outside the waistband holster is where are you actually going to be carrying. Um, and I don't mean where you're going to be carrying on your body, but where are you going to be carrying in the world? Now, this may not actually run into an issue for you because, as you said, you're carrying it primarily on the ranch. Right. Um, but if you're going to do, if you're going to open carry in public, you do want to actually consider at least what they refer to as a level two holster, which is something that's going to bind the actual firearm yeah. in there without you making a certain action to release a it. Strap, so a snap, a clip. Yeah. 
So otherwise you run the risk, not to say that everybody's just going to go, ooh, I could go take that guy's gun. Um, but you do run the risk of somebody who can sneak up behind you and grab hold of it. Right, and that's not cool. That's not cool. No. But, uh, that's, which is what my Bond Arms has. It has a loop and a strap and a snap, you know, and, and it, it it's just, it's a it's a level two holster. This is not that. Oh. And as, but as I said, it's it's a consideration depending on how and where you tend to carry. Right. And really what I was getting it for is messing around on the ranch, uh, which doesn't require a whole lot of anything. Hell, I could put it in my pocket if I really wanted to. But um, I wanted to be cool. So and Of course I, you did. And I did yeah, of course. Of course you do. You can't have a, a Bond baddies gun. With gold blingy, you know, uh, parts on it and, and everything and, and have a, you know, a crappy holster system. It's just not going to work, you know. I mean, it's not it's not it's not on. It's just not. Uh, so I looked around and I didn't want to cheap out, but I, I did want something that would work and, and was adjustable and all that kind of stuff. And what I found uh, was Raw Dog Tactical. And, oh, okay. I know where you're going. Yeah, and I I did indeed because uh, I loved the – they have two types of holsters, at least uh, t- two main types of holsters, right? They've got Kydex leather-backed and – Hybrids. Yeah, hybrids, and then they've got just regular adjustable Kydex holsters, uh, you know, outside the waistband and stuff. Now, they've got magazine uh, holsters and belly bands and, you know, that kind of stuff, but it's basically inside-outside um, they've got hybrid, you know, leather-backed, Kydex, Kydex, all that kind of stuff. I was looking at an inside-the-waistband thing, but, you know, I'm 40-some-odd years old, and I'm, you know, starting to be a, a fat-ass middle-aged man, and I was like, oh, I don't want to, <laughs> like, shove this in there with a bunch of chub, you know. It's like, that's that's not going to work. Like I do. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, nah, I probably don't want to do that. So. So what I did is I wanted an outside-of-the-waistband holster, and they have a fantastic Kydex uh, uh, holster. And I was like, you know, that nah, might work. But the, the thing about it was is they have it for pretty – it's called the Guardian, and they have it for pretty much every pistol I could conceive of, uh, just everything. And they, But one of those pistols was a Bursa Thunder three eighty, And I'm like – Oh, that's too good to be true. Surely, surely it's going to be weird, or there's going to be something wrong, or or something like that. I I, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> and they have it in twelve colors. Uh, you know, you can get it in like spree green and purple and black, everything. But one of the things on it is carbon fiber. So I'm like, what better to go with my blacked out gold blinged Bursa? Than a carbon fiber Kydex holster. Yes, please. I'll have one. <laughs> uh, and I happened, and this is just just sheer luck. I happened to order it two weeks before the zombie apocalypse. Right. Oh, so you actually got it. I actually got it. And I got to wear it out at the ranch once uh, already. And because <laughs> I went out there the other weekend and I'm like, oh, I'm going to wear my 380, you know, and, and, uh, you feel like a man. Uh, okay. Okay. Now, I I can't believe I'm going to ask this at this point in time because I, I really don't want to knock you down from your thunder because I know you're really enjoying your 380 and a Kydex holster, and, and, and you should. My question is, is with you out there with your 380 and a Kydex holster, what did everybody else have? 
Uh, well, one guy had a 1911, a Colt 1911 in a Texas Star leather holster. Uh, uh-huh. One guy had a uh, in 44 or 45 caliber. Um, uh-huh. One guy had a Glock 9 millimeter, and the other guy had a 44 revolver. I was the lightest okay, the- caliber guy out there. If you counted the first gun on my waist. <laughs> Because what I did is I, I, and this is so me. Um, I I rotated the uh, uh, Bond Arms holster around to my left side so I could cross draw it. <laughs> so I had two. I I would love to be able to cross draw, but I'm too fat and my arms are too short. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me tell you, when you have two guns on your freaking waist, you feel like a badass. I don't care what they are, because I had a forty five Derringer. Uh, with 410 loaded in it, 410 uh, PDX Defender mm-hmm. rounds, and then I had the uh, Bursa 3. I looked perfectly ridiculous, okay? I am not, like, there's no there's no time where this is appropriate, you know? But it just got it, and I had to wear it. <laughs> the, the closest I've done to that is both on my waist, but one of them at uh, 3 o'clock and the other one at 5. <laughs> See, I had one at ten and one at three. Yeah. So it was it was cross draw kind of across my waist and then uh you know, the the one at my, my right hip. And it was I mean, you look perfectly ridiculous because I'm mixing and matching already. I've got a Derringer and a three eighty because I know the three eighty won't stop a hog. Even with ballistic tip nylon bullets, it's not gonna stop a hog. A three eighty just ain't well, gonna not, get it done. It's it's not gonna get through his skull. No, it's just not gonna get it done. So you need the forty five. So you reload the forty five with actual forty five, uh, either uh, full metal jacket or hollow point, and that will go through a hog. Okay, all the way through his head. No problem. Um, so I had to have that on for safety because I'm the only one out of me and Buana who carries a sidearm, right? Because he doesn't carry a sidearm at the ranch. He makes me do it. Uh, so. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, are you, are you wearing both of those? Yes, yes, I am. Why? Because I just got this. It's cool. Look, you know, it's Kydex and rigging carbon fiber. It's like you look ridiculous. I'm like, but it's cool. Look how cool this thing is. And uh, it was, uh, you know what? It stayed with me all day. Uh, we were out there for probably about three and a half, four hours, and and I mean, it's it. It never, I never felt unsecure. You know what I mean? It never felt like it was going to fall out. It never moved in the, in the holster. It's also like adjustable and stuff. So all the screws are adjustable. So you can like, if it's, if it's not stuck, you know, sticking or, or drawing the way you want it to, you can adjust it. You know, it's got four screws on it, actually f- uh, six. So, I mean, it's all super adjustable and, and all that kind of thing. And I just, for, for 35 bucks. No, that's not bad at all. You can't really go wrong with that. And I'm just like, oh my god, this is, this is great, <laughs> this, this well, is perfect. Well, I've got a I've, for my 365, which is my normal inside the waistband carry. I've got a holster from Tulster, and it is a little bit more expensive than your standard uh, Kydex ones, and that's because I have the light on it, and it's the only one who actually made the holster that would fit not only the gun but the light. <laughs> And I've got an ankle holster for my P238, my little my little 380, and then I actually do have an inside the waistband leather holster for that'll just basically take any of my bigger firearms. Sure. 
Yeah, sure. And and uh, you know, like the one I think I'm going to get next if if I if I oh oh, and I'm going to throw one. I also have a drawer full of other cheapo Kydex ones for every other firearm I have owned but just don't own anymore. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's super cool. It's kind of the way to go, uh, as far as I can tell. Just because if you want to strap something to you, Kydex is the easiest way to get that done. It just is. Yeah. Uh, it, there's the the other thing I wanted to try it, out. In, 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 in fact, in these days of utter boredom, you know, if you can get the materials, they're actually home makeable. Yeah, you can you can heat them up and you know like do the form and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, you can. You don't. It, it doesn't have to be rocket science. Now, I would honestly prefer somebody else to do it, so I can look like a cool Bond villain. But um, it's <laughs> it is. You know, like thinning hair. You know, middle aged white guy. I am a Bond villain. I drive a freaking German sedan, black German sedan. Uh, yeah, I'm a I'm a Bond villain. I'm not the hero. Like clearly, <laughs> this is this is how this has worked out. Now, if you in the, in the contrast. You know how you have those movies where you've got the spy who lives in suburbia at the same time and nobody really knows who he is? Sure. I'm his next-door neighbor. <laughs> I'm his next-door neighbor. <laughs> you know the one that's always outside with the lawnmower going, Hi, Bob, what you been up to? And, you know, as he's trying to come up with something mundane to say to Bob, to uh, his neighbor so that he doesn't have to admit that he's a spy. Yeah, that he's been yeah, toppling I, world governments and stuff. Yeah, I'm the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, I, can't, I, I can't really see me as, as the hero for sure. <laughs> I'm not the spy. I'm not the hero. I'm, I'm, the, other, I'm the other way, you know, <laughs> like I'm the other guy. You know, the, one of the things, have you tried, uh, like, the lock leather holsters? That was the other thing I wanted to try. And I haven't, like, I've seen them, and they look super neat. Um, I, You know, I just started seeing them, and no, I have not tried one of them before. I haven't um, either. I, as I've got a holster. My, the leather holster that I have has been, you know, had guns of all shapes and sizes pressed into it, stretched out and worn and... Um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I knew exactly what you're talking about. Um, but, uh, th those are once again, giving you some sort of retention into the leather holster versus just squashed up against your body. Yeah. I mean, it's got a, a locking retention lug and you know, the, well, well, the other part about that is, is what you're also seeing. It's another form of hybrid holster because what you've got is basically a Kydex holster with leather wrapped around it. Yeah, no, that's a, essentially that's what it is. It's reinforced in some places, and it does have a locking lug, but it's that's it, you know, or a, yeah. a locking latch or whatever it is uh, internally. Um, but that's that's basically what it is. I do get a kick out of the gun that they show in this is the uh, the Walther CCP. Um, oh, really? Because the picture because the picture you sent me has a Smith and Wesson M&P in it. Yeah, click on the link. One, two, three pictures over, the one they have with all the call-out bullets and all that kind of stuff, that's a Walther CCP. I recognize that grip and that, that blonde slide anywhere because uh, it <laughs> sticks out of my wife's holster every day. <laughs> every day. Ah, yeah, no, I see where you're going. Yep. yep. But I, I was super curious about that, but it almost cost twice as much as a regular Kydex holster, and I just couldn't justify it for something that I'm going to carry out to the ranch and, you know, screw around with. Um, do, do they make one 
isn't for a person? That was the other thing. Uh, I don't know if they do or not. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Bursa. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, Thunder Deluxe plus Combat Subcompact Thunder Full Size Thunder Thunder Gosh, Thunder 380. There it is. Yep, three and a half inch barrel. That's my girl right there. Awesome. They sure um, do. Yeah. The other thing is, is I just I I have to carry inside the waistband just as far as the concealability for portion of it. Yeah. See, I have no intention of carrying concealed. Um, right now I just I carry out at the ranch and I just open carry there because you can. You know, and uh, my days to my day to day at work when I have a job, um, it, usually it's actually the one on my ankle that I'm carrying. Sure. So uh, it's just easier. God forbid I have to tuck in my shirt wherever I am. Um, you know, being a chubby guy, I actually typically if I can, oh, and also being named Jake from State Farm, I try to get away from wearing khaki pants if I can. Yeah, I'd imagine so you, I, you threw you burned every pair of khakis you owned at that point. <laughs> So if I've actually got a meeting or something like that and I have to put on a shirt and tie, you know, there's no way I could get away with something on my belt. But um, even during the uh, the normal day, if I'm just moving equipment around and I'm wearing a pair of jeans, it's still easier just to wear something on my ankle than on my waist. I could see that. I could totally see that. There's Because there, yeah. there's a lot of, of, you know, adjustment that has to go on and, and all that. I mean, yeah, I could totally see that. Well, I, no, I, actually, one of the first things I found out is... <laughs> Once again, being a chubby guy with no ass um, is when you actually have a firearm on your waist and you need to pull up your pants. It's a, you, you got to find a new place to grab a hold of your pants. Otherwise, <laughs> it's, you're basically screaming, hello, everyone. I'm carrying a gun. Look at this gun. <laughs> um, we've already talked about my misadventures with uh, using my shirt to wipe off my glasses with it on my waist. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's there's uh, there's some caveats there. Uh, I'm gonna go with you on that. Yeah, so, <laughs> totally gonna go with you on that. Um, so, so am I in a position where I'm going to get arrested? No, but am I going to have somebody talk to me about this? Yes. If I'm someplace where you know, if you happen to do this in the middle of Walmart, are you going to have a bunch of people freaking out? Yes. So, yeah, subtlety is good. Yeah, I was super happy with the quality on this thing. This is this is actually a lot better than I thought it would be. You know, for thirty five bucks, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. You know, because it my it's it's it actually is kind of funny how ranging in prices, even stuff of the same material and the same style, can be. Yeah, no, truly. Um, I mean, it, because you know, you will have certain Kydex holsters that are. Excuse me, seventy to a hundred bucks, and you'll have some that are thirty, thirty-five bucks. And you know, to be perfectly blunt, I'm sure somebody will tell you that there's a difference somewhere along the line, but I can't find it. I just i i, I wondered because I was like, okay, I'm not seeing the because di- I looked at some of the ones that you're talking about, like that were seventy-five dollars for the for the same gun, and that's if they made it for my gun. Right, because some and, of them. And, and as I said, the only reason why I bought the expensive one is because I needed one that would fit the light on the firearm. Right. Uh, otherwise, I usually do. It's the the uh, Concealment Express on Amazon for thirty bucks is usually perfect. Yeah, and I I was like, well, okay, well, we'll see. And I almost bought that, but this one they were like, oh, it's fully adjustable, and you can get it in you know all this stuff, and you can get it in carbon fiber style. And I'm like, oh, I like that. <laughs> this is uh, this looks super nice. And and sure enough, I got it, and I was super impressed. I was I was very impressed with it. 
Uh, even Buana, I, I, you don't get an improvement or you know an approval from Buana. That <laughs> <laughs> doesn't happen. Right? That's that's not a thing. What you get is is like you'll do it and put it on his waist and mess around with it for a little bit, and he gives it back and goes, "Well, it seems to be well made." <laughs> that's that's the most you'll get. Now, the only thing better than that is if. You're out with him next time, and he has one for whatever it is. <laughs> you know that there was, like, some serious jealousy going on. Like, oh, I must own one. <laughs> right? I mean, like, like you'll see that happen. Uh, but, uh, you know, before that, you know, it's, you know, well, this is pretty well-made. This is well-made, you know. Uh, now, if it's well-made and then a week later he owns one, it, he was totally sandbagging. He loved it. Uh, but yeah, I got that. Well, this seems to be well made, John, uh, from him, which which is high praise from Bona for, for a holster because he doesn't like anything that isn't old school leather or like a uh, full police issue. Of, of course not. Uh, he like he, and the reason he loves the the holster he got so much is we gave him Shannon's old uh, Glock nineteen um, police duty belt holster. Uh, for his clock. Uh, that was sweet. Yeah, the push button with the loop and, and all that kind of stuff. The, it was a full, you know, law enforcement uh, nylon um, fabric hybrid. And, I mean, I, I can't remember what the – is that a level uh, – I can't remember what it is. That, that, depending on what it is, it may be a level 2 or maybe a level 3. I think it's a level 3 because it's got the – like you got to push down the button and then yeah, flip the, the lock yeah. forward. Yeah, that's the level three, which is the the one that you have the famous uh, thing on YouTube with the guy who hit the button and as he was drawing, got his finger caught in the trigger guard and shot himself in the leg. Yes, that would be the one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I just fucking shot myself. <laughs> that would be the one. I, 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 now, the best part about it is, have you, have you ever seen the follow up? Please don't make fun of me video. No, I have not. Oh yeah, the guys. The guys got a video because apparently, uh, well, not apparently. He obviously turned into a YouTube sensation joke after that. Oh sure. And so there's also another video of him out there set going, you know, please don't make fun of me for this. <laughs> it's kind of like, dude, you're too late. You it's it's late for that now. There's no, there's no way. Uh, yeah, no, thankfully, haven't shot myself. No, not anything close. Uh, but yeah, that's the one Buona likes. So he likes that one, which is a hundred and thirty dollar holster. Yeah, um, I mean it's very expensive, and he like all the stuff he has is like leather basket weave. You know, the Bond Arms one was a leather holster. I mean it's it's fantastic. I mean it was like a hundred bucks. Um, I tend to cheap out with holsters. The only one I had custom made, and I did have one custom made, and he laughed because it cost more than the gun. Um, I had <laughs> did. <laughs> Um, I have my uh, Heritage 22 uh, Rough Rider uh, revolver, bird's head revolver. Uh, yeah, but 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 you 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 need something for that. Yeah, well, and I I talked to a there was a guy at uh, who does a lot of the local gun shows up here who who's a custom holster maker, and I'm like, okay, I don't have it with me, but this is what I want. I said it's a it's a Heritage 22 revolver and he goes and he just he looked at me and he's like I know the one you mean do you want it I'm taking it you want it John Wayne style or Clint Eastwood style I'm like John Wayne style please 
And uh, he's like, okay, did you want the bullet loops on it? Yes, please. <sighs> you know, just you could hear the pain <laughs> in the man because this is not the first one of these he's made. And uh, oh, not. did you want the uh, the thigh string? I'm like, yep. And uh, double buckle? Yep. <laughs> it's like, did you want it angled? I'm like, I don't understand the question. He goes, like John Wayne wore it or like Han Solo wore it? Like Han Solo, please. Like, God damn it, I do it. <laughs> you could just hear the pain of my... Buana can't even be in the same area. He's not even listening. He's like <laughs> pretending he doesn't know me. He's like, okay, what color did you want it? And I'm, and I'm like, ox blood. And he just looks up at me. Oh, God. <laughs> I do. I have it. I still have it, too. I'll send you a picture of it. <laughs> and he just looks up at me, and he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes, please. It's like, ox blood it is. <laughs> you know? Did you want any tooling on it? And I'm like, how much are we into it already for? And he's like, I don't know about $65, and I'm like, yes, please, tooling, whatever you find acceptable. <sighs> All right, you can have it in three days, but if you want it sweated, you'll have to wait for another week. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, do you want it form fit to the gun? I'm like, yes, please. He's like, it's going to be a week. <laughs> and I had to, you know, I like I had to, and I'll wear it out to the ranch, and my dad just is like, I hope no one we know fucking sees you wearing that stupid piece of shit, you know, because the holster was like 85 bucks, and plus tax, it was like 93, which is more than I paid for the gun in 1993. Because um, I think the, the fr- brand new, uh, that that pistol with the bird's head, which they don't make anymore, uh, was from from a store, brand new, never been shot before, was $75 plus tax, or $76 plus tax. Uh, so the holster is more than the gun. Now, it's not more than the gun's worth now. It's worth about 150 160 now. But, uh, yeah, I had to. I just, I had to. You know, it's like the only full leather holster I've ever bought. You know, and it's it's and it looks perfectly ridiculous. And I can't shoot the gun worth a shit, but it's still the seriously. Oh, no, I can't shoot that thing for an idiot. I mean, it's it's a little 22. Yeah, I know. But the iron sights on it, one, are not adjustable Two, ah. I don't shoot them very well because it's just a it's just and the back sights is just a notch and the front sights just a thin little. You know, when, when when was the last time you shot it? Okay, well that's a fair point. Uh, four years ago. Uh, you know what? Ago? After after teaching yourself how to actually shoot the Bond arms correctly, I bet you you'll do better with that. Because even with the sights not being adjustable, what you will have learned how to do now is go. Okay, if I aim at the shoulder, I'm hitting in the solar plexus. <laughs> All right, fair, fair enough. You know, I should, I yeah. should bring it out, holster and all. Yeah. I, if, if nothing else, I mean, considering the fact that you've already gone from everybody wearing 1911s, nine millimeters, forty fives, and uh, and forty four and forty four mags, uh, and you've been out there with your Bond arms, you might as well take the next step. Me, I'm a bursa. And you might as well take the next step of being the guy out there with a little twenty two revolver. Draw, pilgrim. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you know. Well, I, you know, I I never feel bad about the Bursa, even though it's a blinging gun. I never feel bad about the Bursa, 
because even Texas Cowboys are like, you know, 380 is fine gun. 380 is fine oh. gun. That's fine round. Oh, you know. Oh no, absolutely. Uh, no one makes fun of the Bursa. They do make fun of the Bond Arms a little bit until they find out it's a 45, uh, 410, and then they're like, hog gun. I'm like, yep. They're like, that uh, makes uh, sense. <laughs> I was talking to a lady in the store over the past week um, who was trying to decide, and, and uh, it, it, just picture this, trying to decide between a, a, a Ruger uh, LCP-222, the new version. Oh, wow. Okay. But she was trying to decide between that and a four-inch barrel Taurus 357 Magnum revolver. Uh, there's a bit of a difference in there a bit of a difference and she was asking which one she should get and i said well either one of them is going because everybody all everybody wants to do is how to keep somebody out of their house right now that's that's what they're buying firearms for so it's not like we're talking about which one she should have for target practice um so i said you know you got a little bit of a difference here both of these uh, you know rounds will definitely injure somebody and hurt them very badly um and you will discourage anyone with it the difference is is that the 22 is going to go inside of somebody bounce around and they're going to who probably die later the, but it's realm of, within the realm of possibility that it's not going to stop them right now at least not with the first one exactly especially if all you do is nick it off a rib or the solar plexus or something like that now, if you put it in their heart maybe not you know once again it's, it's, or their it's, eye there's, or <laughs> there's, there's, there's there's a whole lot of ifs with that yeah one. exactly on the on the other hand, the three fifty seven will knock them down. Yeah, there's it will th- knock you it will knock you down too. <laughs> yeah, if you're but a little old lady, yeah, it sure will. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time it will knock that you know, that that will stop somebody. Yeah, I uh my brother's three fifty seven, it's a big damn gun. I don't like shooting it with three fifty no, I don't mind shooting it with thirty eight in it, but because it's a thirty eight three fifty seven, right? And I Three fifty-seven. That's a big damn round. I mean, I know it's not the biggest yeah. around now, but it's still no. a big damn round. Uh huh. That's that's still not a small freaking caliber. I, I, why we, we, now, now the funny part about it is she did buy the revolver and we sent her home with thirty-eight special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And and, and 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 not because of the reason why that's probably what we should have sent her home with in the first place, but that was all we had left. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I uh, wow, <laughs> you know, I, I've I've been back and forth about this, and I've stopped falling for the you know the Macho Man stuff. Now you have a lot of that down here in Texas. I don't know how it works everywhere else, but you have a lot of. Well, that's not I, a I, gun. I, this is a gun I, type stuff I, down the, here. This, the statement that I've made uh, several times in the store, so as people coming in asking about which caliber they wanted, I said. If I were to stop right now and scream out any caliber and that it's the best in the world, a riot would start between the people who agree and disagree with me. Yeah. Oh, no, now, clearly. If, if, I, if, if I suddenly yell out 9 millimeters is the best, there's going to be five people who got to have a forty-five who are just going to say that it's the dumbest thing under the sun or vice versa. Um, it really comes down to what it is that you're trying to do with it and what effect you're looking for. Oh, very clearly, um, yeah. You know, it, it's not the type of thing that I normally would I normally say. Actually, you heard the best way that I actually explained it um, in, in the firearm store, but, you know, when I'm just talking person to person, I, what I'll basically usually say if they're asking me is, is that 
if you're looking to stop someone, you're looking at a larger caliber. If you're looking to kill someone, you're looking at a smaller caliber. Yeah. yeah. Because because once you start actually having that bullet bounce around, you start creating uh, wound channels that, quite frankly, the doctor ain't going to be able to fix. Yeah. You're, you're, they're going to have a problem, especially if you're using more than one, you know, yeah. like three or four of them. I mean, it, the other thing is, like, for my the, – the, the pistols that I keep specifically for in the house, I use flangible um, bullets for them. Uh, so they don't – because I live in a townhouse and I don't want it to go through the wall. But I won't carry those in my out-of-the-house firearm because you'll actually give the um, police and district attorneys, if they want to go that direction, an excuse to say that you were honestly trying – you weren't trying to defend yourself. You were trying to kill somebody. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And that was on recommendation from a police officer. Don't carry these in your carry gun. What's funny for me is is I just avoid that whole situation and use shotgun round. <laughs> and uh, it's like, yeah, that's gonna you're not gonna have a good day. Like you get in front of this and I pull the trigger, you're you're having a bad day. It's a bad time. Well, I, I, and, and even then, like you know, under those circumstances, the shotgun in here is um, base is set up similar. They're not quite the same thing as to you know the whole Dave Chappelle joke we keep going back to. Um, it, it's a combination of birdshot, buckshot, and slugs it, with with an escalation going on. Yeah, I've got uh, uh, <laughs> my mine is not uh, mine. Mine's all number four. The rounds I have in the in the. Uh, Bond arms are are four ten PDX rounds. Um, yeah, you're going to get you know a couple watch batteries and some some uh, some lead going through you. It's it's talk about wound channels. You know, uh, those discs are not cool for fixing. Uh, no, actually, the one I've got um, the number seven bird is the first two shells in mine. The second two shells are the. Um, uh, the ones that actually throw out a couple of pieces of birdshot with the buckshot behind it to for places where people might be wearing a big coat. Yeah, uh, hybrid loads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I've got it. Then I've got a couple slugs behind that. Yeah. See, there's uh, and and I'm pretty good with that. You know, it's like there you go. I, 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 you know, not being the shotgun guy, that was actually. I end up talking to a, lot, a decent amount of law enforcement people. I'm sure you get the same thing being married to Shannon. Sure. But, um, you know, that was actually once again su- suggested to me by a firearms trainer for for the um, U.S. Marshals. Um, and there was kind of the concept of, you know, several things to think about. First of all, if you don't have to kill somebody, even better. Um, second of all is if you've got your shotgun and the person has your loved one hostage, you're not going to kill them. If you choose to go the Keanu Reeves route, yeah, there's there's a whole lot of of you know what ifs on on all of that stuff, and I don't well, think anybody's got the the perfect solution. No, but we've also discussed this is how I got into firearms in the first place. Is that my brain plays the what if game all day, every day yeah, when I'm awake, yeah. when I'm asleep, and and it's just kind of that. You know, I'm always, and and that's why everything everything that I am doing now, I probably would have thought was stupid six weeks ago, and six weeks from now, I'm going to come up with something else that is awesome and that I should be doing instead of what I'm doing now. Yeah, and honestly, we have two shooters in our house, and one of us is always awake, so it's like you're uh, probably not going to get the drop on <laughs> one of us. 
and if the family's home, um, you know, there's going to be somebody awake and within arm's reach of a gun. Uh, so there's not going to be, you know, the, the, the whole thing with us and Shannon and I have talked about it. It's like, yeah, they're probably not going to get to a hostage situation. You know, we've got sight and, lines and, and all that kind of stuff covered. And there's always one of us awake because we work different shifts. And it's like, yeah, all right. You know, um, soon, you know, in the next couple of years, <laughs> we will have four shooters in the house. <laughs> so, uh, so you're, you're going to walk into a little crossfire, chief. You know, it's it's not like it won't be pleasant uh, for, for anybody. Like it's wrong house. Just just wrong house all the way around. Uh, do do you get a lot of home invasions in, in 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 your area because of that reason? Actually, no. Uh, very very few uh, in Texas, especially in the areas where I'm at. Um, everyone knows everyone out here has a gun. More than one normally. Um, it's just not worth it <laughs> to try and break into somebody's house. So there's a lot of kids uh, out here who just they'll steal cars. You know, they, if you want to steal something, steal somebody's truck. All right. That's um, true. One of the other things I have a fascination with, especially when you start talking to people on different sides of an argument, and obviously what we're going to be talking about is the gun control argument, is statistics. And you kind of made me think of that when you said, you know, the, the lowest area of um, – um, uh, uh, sorry, my kid sent me a text at the same time, and it froze my brain. Um <laughs> Uh, the lowest area of home invasions in the country is uh, when we were last time we were talking about this, we were talking about um, the um, church shooting in Texas. And you were telling me how quickly it ended. Yeah. And I actually kind of looked up something because I figured it was a statistic that would actually be kind of interesting for the people who want to say that um, people being armed around a mass shooting is, is a bad thing. And the statistic is, the statistic I found was the average amount of time that a mass shooting or a shooting of that nature lasts when there is a armed civilian on site is 15 seconds. Yeah. The average time period when, when resolved by police officers, 45 minutes. Yeah. It's a little bit of a difference, huh? Oh, yeah. And that was just kind of one of those things like, you, you know, with all the firearms that are out there, whether you think people should have them or not, they are there. And so, yeah. And it's it's, you know, like they, they had a kid who had a home invasion in Texas. Yeah, I read about that. And and had an AR and the next door. I, the thing that stuck with me is one, there were three of them. And he stopped all three. Yeah. Immediately. The the thing the other thing was the next door neighbor who it woke him up said it sounded like thunder. You you gotta know I mean you gotta put yourself in that kid's shoes, you know, his home's being invaded, he's seventeen years old, he's trying to defend his elderly father and his family. There are multiple assailants with instruments of doom and destruction, you know, knives and rope and all kinds of stuff. Here you are stuck in the middle of this and you're you're going to try and save your family. The kid must have been pulling the trigger so damn fast. I mean, yeah, for the next door neighbor to say it sounded like rolling thunder. Oh, the the kid had to have mag dumped it. Oh, you know he did. You know he did. And luckily, he kept his wits about him enough and and grouped his shots enough that he caught all three. There, he neutralized the threat immediately. I always wonder. You know, like you always wonder, but you hope you never have to find out, like, how how good 
your head's going to be in that situation. You got to hand it to the kid. I mean, he saw the threat. He dealt with it. He did the best he could. And when it was all over, he was alive and so was his family. In that particular instance, say what you want about the AR, it is an effective crime-stopping tool. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can say all kinds of stuff. I, I, but I, I, Actually, the, the funny part about it is is that I was sitting here while, considering where I was sitting doing the, this cast, all of a sudden I realized that I hadn't put my AR back together, so that's actually what I was doing while we were talking. <laughs> if you heard the clicks and stuff like that, that was me reloading the magazine and putting the whole thing back together in the midst of the conversation. <laughs> I just, I, to me, it's it's always been one of those things where it's like, oh, wow, that is... That is amazing. You know, like uh, you, you think about like people do this and then it actually happens and everything goes the way it's supposed to. And, you know, the kid was was scared and, and people always are scared, you know, when you have to do that kind of thing. Was he sorry? Probably not because it's you well, or them. Well, the, the, the adrenaline dump tends to have different effects on different people, though. Uh, oh, for and, sure. And it, yeah. I mean, you've got some people who the moment the adrenaline hits their brain, it stops. And then you've got some people when it hits, it actually makes things very, very clear. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, you don't know, really know which one of those you are until it's happened to you. Yeah. And it can be as simple as the fact that somebody outside tried to kick your ass or you're in, you know, a mugging situation or something of that nature. But, it, yeah, the moment that that um, adrenaline hits your brain, it's going to have one of those two reactions. I mean, obviously, the term for it is fight or flight. But... Um, yeah. Yeah, you just don't know. You just don't know until, and I, I honestly think it changes on what situation you're in, too. Um, parents, and generally speaking, I would say parents have a different reaction than if you're not a parent. I, uh, well, but we've also talked about that cliche, that the moment you become a parent, your perspective, even on those types of things, alters immediately. Yeah, changes instantly. Uh, yeah, as as cliche and goofy and as many non-parents, the, the, the two listeners, the one that doesn't have kids, um, as much as that person is going, dude, these guys are assholes talking about this. I know everybody says the same thing. It's kind of like, yeah, but for a moment you see your kid, you'll know exactly what I mean. Yeah, I, I do remember that moment. Like we brought her home and everything, and I went, I need more guns. <laughs> you know, cause I think the only thing I owned at the time was a 410 lever action uh, Ithaca. And a uh, a twenty two re- heritage revolver. I think that's all I owned. At the- no, that's not true. I had a twenty two rifle. I had a Marlin twenty two rifle. Um, and I went. I need something bigger. <laughs> <laughs> like now would be good. You know. Um, so I, it was. It's one of those things, and and you hope you never have to find out. Now, I did kind of get a kick out of it when the whole you know gun rush started uh, for the the Corona gun rush, as I call it. I was okay. I had a surplus. I had many guns. There was the you know like sitting at my desk working solution. There was a in bed solution. There was an out in the living room solution. I had guns everywhere. <laughs> there was like there was a solution everywhere I was. Um. Shannon did yell yeah, at me a little my, bit. Yeah, my house, my house isn't that big. Uh, well, neither <laughs> is mine, but I still, like, I had, I have them everywhere. Um, you know, and Shannon's like, I am not doing dinner at the table with you when you're wearing your freaking stupid, blinged out <laughs> 380. <laughs> I'm like, but it just got the holster and it's cool. And, come on. <laughs> It's like, take it, nope, take it off. 
no no guns at the table. Take it off. Okay. <laughs> and I, I put it like on the sideboard table. She said, "Not on the t- put it put it in the room. Nobody's going to attack during dinner." I'm like, "You have no idea. You know that's that's what they want you to think." She's like, "Take it off." Got it. Yep. And and, and I love those things that you can actually because and you see them advertised all over the place if you're into the firearm stuff. Um, I love those things where you start seeing like the picture portrait that you can slide to the side and it's got you know the all all the molded out foam in there that you could have handguns and ARs and shotguns. Oh and yeah, she won't let me have got, those because I I'll you, just I know I'll figure out how they're made and I'll just put one under every shelf you know and every. Oh, oh, oh not like, I mean you've got like the one that slides out underneath the um, the coffee table you know, all, all of that stuff you can basically put him just about anywhere in the house yeah if you've seen the kevin hart routine where he's like i got hidden guns all over my house let me just go in the laundry room hidden gun bang bang bang." you know um yeah i'd be like that i'd I'd have one in every freaking room you know uh, the guest bathroom gun you know (laughs) there's there is nothing that my wife is going to do to empower that there's 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 no reason for that as far as she's concerned She's like, we live in one of the lowest crime rates of for as far as house invasion in the country. I don't think you need 16 guns in there, you know, like a gun in every see, room. But, but see, that's why somebody out there might think that's untapped potential. See, and that's the route I went. I'm like, that's what they want you to think. They want to lull you into a full sense of security and then, bam, home invasion. She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Not every buying it at all. <laughs> Every husband out there has gotten the look from their wife at some point in life that says, dear God, I married an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Mine did it to me not too long ago when I walked in with um, four cases of ramen noodles. (laughs) What's that for? Well, it's in case. Exactly. Yeah. It was the, uh, uh, okay, I don't think we need any more, okay? (laughs) We don't need any more, right? So we'll see. No, no, not, no, no. We'll see. We'll, like we'll we'll see, right? No, we don't need any more. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. Well, if you're sure. If that changes, you let me know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I've. Uh, Shannon thinks that three uh, hard metal ammo cans and a a cubby closet full of of ammunition is enough. I think it's about right. Um, not like she she thinks it's more than enough. I think it's about right. It's we we could pack some more in there. I could probably get another ammo can and and I'd probably be okay. You know. Yeah, I'm 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 working on the second ammo can at the moment. <laughs> well, my problem is shotgun shells take up more room. So, yeah. you know, you got to have more. Uh so I've got 3 now. I'd love to have 4. That would be fun. Yeah, I, I, I've got the 9mm dump can, which basically I just, except for the self-defense rounds, I just dump the the the, uh, jacket, the um, full metal jackets into. Um, and then I've got the other one that I basically have the boxes of 380 and now 45. <laughs> oh, how the times have changed, sir. <laughs> I only have 9mm. I don't need any of that other shit. You know, uh, I'm just scarce of uh, 9mm. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I had myself convinced, because, you know, some, especially with as many people out there who that, that we know now, as we've discussed it endlessly on how many people have changed their mind, with as many people out there were saying, you know, how evil and terrible guns were, I didn't think this would happen. I was, I, no, and, and we I were was wrong, wrong, too. <laughs> um, I was wrong. So my, my the thought process I had been going uh, on with is, is that, 
you know, if a zombie apocalypse happens, you know, if you need to find ammo out there, you know, as you go to, you know, um, loot and scrounge, that nine millimeters probably what you're going to find. When I walked into Cabela's and saw just the desolation, I went, "No, I'm not. I was, I was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got that wrong, like all the way around. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it was kind of like we need to reevaluate our opinions here. <laughs> need to renegotiate our decision making paradigm. This is this has turned out wrong. <laughs> yeah. And and the and the worst part about it is is and I think I mentioned this on the last cast. You know, one of the other things I'm, that's got added into my list of plans to have at some point is buying going ahead and buying a Glock, but. Um, Getting a, a an actual forty caliber Glock, which you can just swap the barrel of the magazines out of and turn it into a nine millimeter. You know they got a Trump gun and, at this gun shop I heard about. It's great. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> and it's still there. Still there. <laughs> but, that, but 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 that one's a nineteen. That's a, that's a that's a nine millimeter. I'm talking about getting either a twenty three or twenty seven. Oh well, if you're yeah. going to tie my hands, I, I don't. Know, I got another for you. <laughs> hey hey, maybe they make one in a in a twenty three or twenty seven. Oh, I'm you know? sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was trying desperately to sell that thing. It and it's still there, but it was kind of like every time it was kind of like, uh, uh, do you guys have a Glock nineteen? As a matter of fact, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> you're gonna love this. It's custom. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the way I explained it to somebody yesterday is, I've got one. It's a Glock 19. It's a really nice nine millimeter. Now, you know, nine millimeter. This is going to have two issues here. First of all, nine millimeter is a little bit hard to come by these days. The other is, is that there are some cosmetic issues to the firearm. She's like <laughs> cosmetic issues, and I showed it to her, and she's like, "That's what you call cosmetic issues." <laughs> I said, "Oh, come on! It's it's got a match grade threaded barrel in it. You know, it's got the spe- the augmented trigger." It's, it, she goes, "Yes," and it's got Donald Trump's face etched into the grip. That could be a plus, depending on who you are. I, I, I said, "Hey, you know, it could be a collector's item." Needless to say, she didn't go for it. I'm not saying it will go up in value, but all the others have. <laughs> How do you go farther up in value than a grand for a Glock? I have no idea. <laughs> well, you know what? I'll tell you what you do. You get the Combat Master from from. <laughs> so basically, you take the Glock, the the uh, the Trump frame, and Combat Master it out. Yeah, I think that's the only way you can go up from there. <laughs> that's the only way forward. <laughs> I, you know, I I think if in the next John Wick movie you see him suddenly end up with that gun, I think I might pee myself. <laughs> just have him like look at it Neo style real quick, like what the hell? <laughs> and then and then just have everybody show up and him have to have use to it anyway. Use it. <laughs> and steal somebody's H and K and go. Oh, thank God! All right. <laughs> uh, back to back to normalcy now. Oh, gosh, I still can't believe that gun exists. <laughs> like, who, who thought that would be a good idea for a grand? Like, I could understand, like, six, seven hundred bucks, right? I could understand that. Like, as a joke, hey, look what I got. I got the Trump gun. <laughs> but uh, a grand for a Glock? You know, no. <laughs> no. I'm just, just, no. Like a 1911, sure. I like that. I've seen 1911 Trump guns, you know, and they've even sold. Oh, 
But I, uh, but but even then, 1911s can go for that much, and even without that. Oh, easily, easily. I mean, I I sold a beautiful um, commander style um, or officer style uh, nineteen six hour nineteen eleven yesterday that was just beautiful. It broke my heart to see it go, but I couldn't afford it anyway. You know what I want to do? I want to get a a nineteen eleven in. 45 or 9 millimeter, one of the two. But I want one of, like, the Rock Island Armory one, and then just, yeah. just like, bling it out with, like, cool accessories, and I'll still wind up paying less for it than I would have, like, a standard Colt or, you know, somebody else's, like, very expensive one. But do all the trigger mods. Do the grip mod. Do the slot. You know, do all the, the, the normal standard mods that you can do, except, you know, it's a Rock I, Island. I, Actually, I've at some point in life I was planning on doing one of the inexpensive ones, whether it be the Rock Island, the Taurus, or something of that nature, in black, and then sending you the wooden grips to have you carve Darth Vader in the side. Oh, that's cool! I would totally do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> freaking cool. Maybe, maybe maybe like the Imperial symbol on one side and Darth Vader on the other. Oh hell yeah! No, I could totally yeah. make that go. No, I mean that's because that's the coolest. Like, I almost sold that gun the other day too. The, uh, oh, the stormtrooper gun. Yeah, it almost it almost escaped. Uh, it was a guy, and uh, now now did the guy look at it and go, "Dude, I can't buy that. I wouldn't hit anything with it." No, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> and not to say that that actually is that bad of a firearm. I just wanted to know whether or not he was smart. He was geek enough to know the joke. He was not nerd enough to know the joke. The only reason he didn't buy it is because he thought it kicked too hard. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, that's because because it is heavy. It's an old. JC Higgins and it's it's heavy and the 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 pad I have on it or had I I've got a new one on it now but the pad it ha- I had on it was pretty I mean it was from the 70s so it, it was it was dried out and hard by this time so it <laughs> it smacked your shoulder pretty freaking good I'm sure it did and uh he's like this seems harsh and I'm like well you know it's a little heavy and it's a little harsh so the pad you know if you replace the recoil pad on the back end of it it'll soften it up quite a bit but uh and he shot it a couple of times and he goes this really hurts and I'm like well you know it's kind of kick <laughs> he's like I don't mind the graphics on it I'm like those aren't graphics you, you know like in my head I'm like those aren't graphics you idiot it's going you dick you can't have this one now. yeah yeah I'm like this this isn't for you <laughs> like no no, you can't have this now. Like I'm not even. I won't. I'm not like I like I said. I'm not shotgun elite. I'm like no. You can't have it now. Graphics, my put it back in the case. <laughs> that was wrong with you. Here, have this. It's a Stevens. You'll love it. It's boring. <laughs> Just like your soul. Here, have this. It's it's bad. It's like I fully admit it's bad. I, there, there's a nice break open single shot on the the wall at the store that once again nobody wanted. Really? What's wrong with it? Nothing. Nobody wanted it. How much is it? Uh, I think it was about two hundred bucks. Ah, uh, it's more than I pay for a break open. <laughs> it's oh, more I pay for this. It's more than I pay for a single shot. Well, it was a, it's brand new. Oh, well, that ruins it for me. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, have like yeah, some yeah. kind of beat up history and like cosmetic problems and you know like no, that's not interested. Yeah, no. The, and the only thing that actually had cosmetic issues was Trump. <laughs> the look on her face was was just priceless. That's, That's what, what you, you call? call? Did you call cosmetic issues? 
I'm not touching that. It's not like I'm not I'm not putting my fingerprints on that guy. Yeah, there's a lot of people who I I just laugh, you know. I saw I mean, I've seen plenty of like and you can do like a lot of decorations especially with the laser engra- or laser engravers they have now. If I had some money, I'd just go buy one and then just turn Photoshop into my gun printing career. Um, as it sits now, I'm looking at getting an FFL. Once all this stuff blows over, I'm looking at getting an FFL and doing a uh, a gun stock and, and uh, receiver barrel carving little shop. Um, that, I, I, I've actually tried to convince one of the, uh, the guys who works at my office to do that just because he's got a entire machine shop in his house. And if not, though he's not talking about doing the artistic stuff that you do, but basically just um, carving out slides for red dots and stuff of that nature. Sure. Sure. And uh, you could, you could do that. I thought about getting it. Oh, he he says, all, he says all he needs is the specs. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah. And because we were originally talking about him doing it for his own. And then the response was, you know, if you start offering this, you can make some money. Yeah, and see, the thing for me was, like, there's not, I mean, there are people who do this, you know, like gun stock carving and, and receiver carving, you know, metalwork, engraving and everything. Um, there are people who do that, but the waiting list is like six months, you know, sometimes a year, depending on how much work you need on it. And with the tools and the, you know, the artistic training I have and all that kind of stuff, I can move pretty quick on something. And, you know, like the 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 Star Wars gun had about, I don't know, three hours in it. That's about it. Um, so, I mean, doesn't take long. So, I was like, you know, okay. and Buona is, like, totally pushing. He's like, this could be your retirement job, dickhead. You know, like, oh, absolutely. if I had that talent, I'd be doing it. You know, and I'm like, that's nah, not that hard. He goes, for you, maybe not. For the rest of us, uh, not so much, kid. Shit, if we keep going Lord of Humongous and you get and get the FFL, hell, I'll move down there and work. <laughs> we can start up in a gun shop, call it a day. Call it a day. See, I would I just want the work. You know, I just want to do cool things. I don't Yeah. I'm horrible at like asking for money or, or oh, no, something no. like Once, that. Well, That's and, I'm and, terrible at oh, it. Oh actually, you know, when things got a little bit slow yesterday, you know what they had me doing because I was the only one who went, Okay, I have no problem doing that. They had me calling up the people who had been denied uh, firearms by the federal government to call them and tell them that they uh, that they weren't good, they couldn't have their gun. Oh man, talk about a suck job, man! <laughs> I, actually, it's, it's, that's what everybody was integrating. It's you know, I can't believe you'll do. I'm like, why? I mean, dude, I mean, I'm on the phone. They have no clue who I am. What do I care? <laughs> and I'm surrounded you know, by I mean, guns. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> as a uh, as it was the though I could just had one of them that even though I went because I kept and. I gave them the, my normal business tone and end of a call, which is, I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them, as I said this, and I'm about to take the phone away from my hand to hit the button, all I hear is, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> God. God. I, I can picture that. I can totally picture that. Yeah, the, the, the only ones that I had any issue with is if I can't pronounce your name, you're getting a text message. <laughs> Sorry, can't pronounce that. Steve Smith, we'll go ahead and call Steve, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but so, yeah, I had to call a bunch of people the other day, yesterday, just basically to tell them that they hadn't passed the background check. Oh, man, that's got to be a rough conversation. Actually, once again, I'm sure it's rough on the other end. Yeah, you know. But but at the same time, because the other part about it that I don't find rough is because if you're not going to pass the background check, 
you know that you're not going to pass the background check. You'd think. You'd think you've re- you've read the you know the different questions on there and gone. Even though I checked no, we know that the background check's going to come back and say yes. <laughs> yeah, they've they've uh, heard of you. You know, did, did did you were you hoping they forgot? Doesn't sound like the correctional system to me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so the idea of just calling somebody up and saying, "Hey, I'm sorry to tell you that your background check didn't go through. I apologize. You, we cannot sell you a firearm. Have a wonderful afternoon." Uh, and left it at that. You know, some people asked why, and the response was, uh, "You know what? They don't tell us why. I will email you some information with regards to appealing it, but other than that, it's out of my hands. I hope you have a good afternoon." I looked at it because I've never, I mean, I've never had any issues or anything like that. And, and in Texas, it's its a very, especially at a gun show or, or something like that, it's a very relaxed atmosphere. Um, you know, I've i have been at, at gun shops way out in the country and bought guns. And, you know, while I'm filling out the thing, they're like, you want a cold beer? I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll take a cold beer, you know. Because <laughs> uh, it's not illegal if they give you one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, and it, and it, even if though you know, God forbid, you know, somewhere along the line in the in the refrigerator in the back. I mean, just theoretically speaking, if there'd been some moonshine, yeah, theoretically, theoretically, yeah, you know, I mean, obviously you're just going to take it home and you know use it to help you sleep at night. But you know, other than that, it's cool. Clean a gun barrel, you know, whatever you wanted to do with it, you know, it's fine. Uh, it, strip it, paint, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, good stuff. I mean, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not sure about stripping paint. It gets a little sticky when you actually, you know, Jolly Rancher flavor it. But <laughs> other than that, you know, yeah, it's good stuff. It, 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 it works as great as hand sanitizer, if nothing. Else. I have gotten a mason jar of White Lightning with a gun purchase before. I have that has happened. That has happened. I was out and and uh, I was buying an old uh, an old double barrel from from an old boy out there, and we got along like a house on fire. Because uh, in the south, <laughs> in the south, it's it's one of those things where if you're younger than than somebody, especially younger than an older man, and the older man has a big gray beard and he's got overalls on and stuff like that, um, and you're on his land on his ranch looking at his guns, you call him sir. It's just it's it's something you do here in the south. And uh, uh, and surprisingly enough, though I actually do tend to do that, um, even if I actually in my own head tend to mean it ironically uh, if you you can get the uh, the Joe Pesci response if you call someone sir up far enough up north yeah you know or ma'am uh, it, or something like that uh, uh, yeah who who are you calling sir yeah do I look like a ma'am to you I, oh, oh yeah that can get real rough real quick yeah uh, but uh, you know down here and it works better if you put on your best Texas draw yes sir Yes, sir. I, d- I do understand. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I would love to see that gun. Yeah, well, you know what? That'll be lovely. You know, it doesn't matter what they offer it to you. You say, you know what? That's uh, I'll take you up on that. And we were uh, we were looking at his uh, his double barrel, which he kept out in the barn. He was, uh, and I'm like, well, why are you selling it? You know, I said, well, you know, I'm getting on in years, and I just need something a little bit different. And I just I, this is my. My gun, I had it. I bought it at a flea market, and I just, I don't need this one anymore. I got this new one here, and, you know, pulls out a brand-new synthetic freaking, you know, automatic. It's got the big extension tube on it. I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't need this this little <laughs> thing here. 
Well, you know, I went to that same flea market and them boys were setting up selling these things here. And, uh, you know, I got to, got to take it a shine to it. And, and uh, I'm like, well, I see why you would. But you know what? I like that old uh, I like that old Stevens double barrel just fine. I said, you know, I'm going to restore that and probably sell it for a little bit more than I get here for it. But what are you looking to give, you know, give for it? He said, well, I tell you what, I was looking to get, oh, I don't know. I think I paid $25 with it. Oh, it was used then, but uh, I think, you know, inflation being what it is, uh, <laughs> I think I'm probably going to have to have $50. Well, sir, I, I, I tell you what, I, I think that's a, I'm not even going to haggle with you. You know what? I'm just going to, here's your money, and I'll just take that gun from you. Now, you live around here, don't you? I said, yes, sir, I do. I live in, you know, this town. I said, just a couple couple crow, crow's flights away. He goes, well, I thought you looked like a good southern boy. You like moonshine? <laughs> I said, well, I've sipped a mason jar or two, sir. Of course, I've never had in my life, but the, the correct answer is yes. <laughs> i tell you what, this is your lucky day. Here you go. Here's some moonshine. Here's your gun. And you just have, I said, you know what? I would love to uh, put a couple rounds through that. And he goes, that sounds like a fantastic idea. So what he did is he got he, he went and grabbed two water bottles. As he goes, I'll pull them, you pop them, and I'm like, you betcha. I slid two shells in there. We popped off two water bottles, and he threw them, and we had a great time. And I got a, a mason jar full of white lightning, freaking double barreled Stevens. Good, good stuff. It is. Um, you know, that's what you do. What I tend to find when I travel is if you act like. You're whatever that the fact of wherever you're from is wrong. Yeah, you, you, you're fine. If when I go to the South, I mean, when I was in Kentucky and they looked at me and said, you must think we talk funny. I went, no, 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 no. I'm the one who talks funny. Right. You guys talk perfectly normal. This is the way you guys talk down here. I am the outsider. I find that most people will usually appreciate that if you acknowledge the fact that, yes, I am different. I'm from a different place, but I am the one who is an outsider, not you. Right. You know, you live here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, I've I've just found that being, you know, buying a gun in the South, if you sound like you're from the South. Now, it doesn't matter where you're from in the South. But if you're if you're uh, if they can tell it's a Southern accent and you're you're buying from a Southern guy, that connection is immediate. And understood. And you, you'll get a very different selling uh uh, experience, uh, especially if it's a private sale, they they react better to it. They just do, you know. I that see. I just like doing the work, um, and and I've always enjoyed that. I I have to fix things. There's you know the the profile psyche and all that kind of stuff. I'm a reformer. That's the that's what I am. Yeah. I have to fix. Like if I see something broken, I will fix it. And it's it's very difficult um, to not. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a corrupter. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm a break it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a break that. Um, so it's it's one of those things. But I I just uh, I was halfway on my way to doing it. I downloaded all the forums and all that kind of stuff, and then uh, coronavirus happened. Uh, so freaking beer flu. <laughs> Hey, there's no reason not to fill them out and send them in at this point. I suppose then. so, but I don't think anybody's really doing interviews right now. Because <laughs> that, no, that's part of that process. Least... They have to send an interviewer to your place. 
Yeah, but at the same time, then you'll also be at the front of the line when they do start back up again because you got to admit that with all the people who've been buying firearms in the past couple of weeks, it's somewhere along the line other people have thought the same thing you are. I am positive of that. Yeah. <laughs> and if and if and if nothing else, for the people who want to do legal transfers, you just charge for that too. Oh yeah, no, the gun shops around here do that. I mean, it's not a lot of yeah. money, but it's some. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know what it is down there. Here, it's about twenty-five bucks, but if you go over the border, either into New Jersey or Maryland, it goes up to a hundred. Uh, normally, here it's around twenty-five to thirty-five, depending on yeah. what shop you go to. The shop I go to is thirty-five because um, it's a smaller shop, and if you're going to just use it for that, and not buy anything, they're like, "No, we're going to charge you an extra ten bucks." We're just are, um, which yeah. I don't begrudge them at all. No, um, in fact, that's where I got my Bursa. Um, I had it sent down there, and he's like, look, it's going to be a $35 fee. I just want you to know that. I'm like, absolutely fine. So I ordered it from Bud's Gun Shop, came to the shop. They they tacked on their $35 fee, did not mind paying that at all, um, you know, because it's my, my uh, Bond baddies gun, uh, my blinged out bad bad Bond gun. <laughs> um, didn't mind paying that at all. I was like, yeah, no problem, you know. Yeah, that's that's not a big deal, especially, you know, for I like to support local shops and and, you know, they they got to get their money where they can. Yes, uh, since we've been running for a little while now, let's uh, well, you, was this another Ramblers Anonymous? Oh, answer? yeah, I think so. I might split it up into two. Who knows? There's <laughs> <laughs> one. There's part one. Here's part two. Uh, but uh there's we'll we'll see how that works out. It depends on how how bored I am in the next couple of days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if uh, if you guys stay stay safe, uh, keep listening. Uh, we hope everybody's uh, doing good things and getting the guns and, and ammunition and, and education they need. Uh, try and try and stay out of harm's way, y'all. Seriously, there's a, there's a lot of craziness going on right now. I think we're all going to come through it if we don't lose our heads, but damn. If you're if you're a new firearm owner, just because you have it does not mean that you have to use it. Yes. Yes. Um, education, education, education. Practice as much as you can. When the range is open, when there's a good place to shoot, when there's something, practice, 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 practice. Um, educate yourself. Go to a class. Go, you know, even if you don't take a concealed firearm class, go to a firearm training course. Um, they're worth your money. Uh, I promise uh, they, you. They, obviously, there are NRA firearm safety courses just about everywhere that there are firearms. Yes, and they are worth it, and they are very inexpensive, and they were they are full of real instructors who can, who can help you understand what it is that you're doing and what it is that you have. Um, always worth the time. Um, I've been a member of the NRA for six years now i do not regret doing it every year it is it is excellent every year i renew it is just excellent i think i'm i think i i've done it because i wanted the prize pack that they give you they're like here's a freaking sling pack bag and just oh, renew for two years <laughs> renew for three years i think i'm all the way out to like 2025 at this point um just because i was like oh i want that you know or shannon wanted the bag or the hat or you know whatever it is just give me that and i'm like Sweet. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's it's been a little while. But, y'all, stay safe. Stay safe. Educate yourself. Take care of your firearm. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. And uh, unless you got anything else, Jake, we will see you next time. Have a good evening. Have a good afternoon. On behalf of Jake Bona and I, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. 
If you're interested in more content like this or podcasts, check us out at hawksideguns.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.